Are you in a relationship with a narcissist? Are you in a relationship with a toxic person? Today I want to go over five signs that you might be in a narcissistic relationship. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness, growth, healing, and change. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations, the creator of the NARCAP, and your guide in the 45-day Clarity Challenge that you can access at claritychallenge.net. If you like what you see here, please subscribe. And please rate, review, share, anything to help people understand more about narcissistic abuse. Hit the notifications so that you get notified when we drop new videos and when we go live on the platform. Well, in talking today about narcissistic relationships and being in an abusive narcissistic relationship, a big part of this is helping people just understand what's going on. Not everyone knows about narcissism. Not everyone has an idea of what's actually going on. There's people that are learning about it every single day. It's hard for people to be able to identify narcissism sometimes outside of the therapist outside of real life outside of et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of people that struggle with it and therapists a lot of times misdiagnose or they get with someone and they're like, wait a second. Like, I don't know what's actually going on. I've met with several therapists in like the one-on-ones that I've, that I've done over the past year and a half or so. And uh, it's always the same. It's always the same where the person will say, I should have seen this. I should have known. I've studied about narcissism. I've read it. I've taken the test. I understand it but it looks different in real life. So today I wanna break down five things to help provide just perspective and clarity about the five signs that you might be in a narcissistic relationship. Number one, you feel constantly belittled or criticized. You see, a lot of times when you're with a toxic person, you get beat down all the time. You get beat down with what you do, what you say, how you act, all these things because they aren't good enough. They don't matter. And you're always wondering, like, wait a second, can I do something to feel better? Can I do something to connect with you? Can I do something to have this relationship? For me, a lot of times in my relationship with my wife, it was something that she could never win. Like she could never do something that was good enough for my approval. She would have this success and I'd be like, oh, that's great but I wouldn't really give that praise. I wouldn't really give that to her to be like, no, like I actually value you as another person who's contributing to life. But the majority of the time it was always, no, she wasn't doing it good enough. She wasn't being the best or however I wanted to perceive it or twist it around. And as a result, it had me a lot of times pull back praise, not give her praise. And a lot of times it had me belittle her whenever she was going through something of like, well, why can't you fix that? Why can't you get over that? Why can't you move past that? Always cutting her down. And a lot of times we see that with narcissists is trying to cut people down, making them not feel good enough, making the other person feel stupid or inadequate. And a lot of times you'll have narcissistic relationships where you see it, have, where you get beat down. You get beat down to a place where you feel like you have no more self-worth or that self-worth only can stem from that one person. It feels like your confidence is eroded. Like you don't really know, can I make this choice? Can I not make this choice? Like, how can I do this? Can I actually live without this person? Like what's going on? And a lot of times you lose your emotional safety of not feeling safe to be able to express your emotions, your feelings, your desires. Number two, your partner oftentimes exhibits jealousy or possessiveness. A lot of times that might be at the very beginning and then continue throughout the relationship and at first seem really cool. 
first seemed really nice of like, wow, we're spending so much time together. I'm getting so much attention. There's a lot of affection going on and all these different things. And a lot of times this is like the early place of the love bombing, of spending so much time together that you see this and then it gets to a place of like it starts to twist and it starts to change a little bit of being more possessive. For me, there's big aspects that a lot of times I would accuse my wife of cheating. I was cheating, so I had to project that onto her so I didn't feel bad about it. So I didn't put myself saying like, hey, this is actually the truth that I am doing this. No, I'm a good person. Let me put it on her. So I would accuse her of cheating to try to provoke this like jealousy aspect in her. There was this jealousy aspect in me. And then for me, the other aspect of possessiveness is for me, I was possessive over other supplies. Now, I was possessive over the people that I was cheating with more than I was my wife. And there was a period of time where, like, I realized, like, hey, like, I care about these people, care about these people more than I do my wife because I'm more possessive over it. Now, I was just jealous because I wanted certain supply from certain people. Like, oh, now you're going out with someone? Oh, you don't like me anymore? Like, oh, what's wrong? Like, oh, you're cheating on me? Like, all these things were always twisted and projected onto the other person because I wanted to be possessive and hold on to them. They, they were mine. Like, why would I let someone take them away? Why would I let them spend time with someone else? Because they were mine to have. And that's the hard part with a lot of narcissism is understanding the possessiveness that often comes with it. There's parts of me that was jealous about those aspects as well. I'm jealous of who they're with, what they spent time with, all these different kind of things. Because the narcissist at the core a lot of times has the idea that they own you. It's not as much just a fact of like you're in their life and you're a partner with them. Like, no, it's like you're with me. So therefore you owe me because I'm entitled, because I have the ego, because I have the sense of superiority, the specialness, all this kind of stuff. Because of this, like I own you, you are mine. Oftentimes you'll see this when narcissist like leaves the relationship or you leave the relationship and try to get with someone else. And they're like, what are you doing? And the abuse ramps up even more because they're like, no, like you shouldn't be pursuing someone else because you are mine. Like there's a big aspect of here, okay? They'll, they'll control you for their image. So like that possessiveness is not always even about you. It's only about them. Like I have to control you. I have to own you because of who I am, the image that I'm putting out there. Hopefully that makes sense, okay? If it doesn't, leave a question down below. Number three, you're constantly walking on eggshells to avoid and upsetting the partner to avoid like getting in trouble to avoid this blow up this rage like anything like that like there's aspects of feeling like i don't even know what to do in those regards for me there's a big piece that like kayla in the relationship never felt emotionally safe she never felt emotionally safe in the relationship because of the mental and emotional abuse that I was putting on her. The, the belittling, the criticizing, like all the different pieces, the rage, the gaslighting, all these things. She never felt safe to be able to communicate. I could sense that. I could see that. And as a result, it would piss me off even more of like, why won't you communicate with me? We have a communication problem. Like what is wrong? Not realizing that I was the problem. Not realizing that I was the one causing that disconnect. Because I wasn't providing a safe place, a safe environment for her to communicate her feelings, her opinions, and her ideas. So as a result, she was constantly walking on eggshells wondering what's going to happen next. A lot of times people that are in a narcissist relationship have a fear of what's going to happen. Of the fear, the obligation, the guilt, the fog that we talk about. That big part of fear is like, I don't want to make the wrong decision because I might get yelled at. Or I might get the silent treatment. Or I might get ghosted. Like whatever it might be. It's like, I don't know what to do. 
And that confidence piece erodes when being with a narcissist because of that toxicity and because of that control that they have over another person. Number four, you feel like you constantly have to prove your worth. You struggle with this, like saying like, no, like I am a good person or no, this is something that I'm working on or no, like, like value me. Like, why won't you pay attention? And at times people can get this confused being like, well, maybe I'm narcissistic because they're seeing this. A lot of times this is something that has been groomed to a place that you're vying for attention or you're trying to get with this person or you're trying to have them pay attention to you in some aspect because how they initially treated you versus like a narcissist, like that's how it is all the time. But for someone who is in a narcissistic relationship, it's along the lines of like, but wait a second, you made me feel like the world revolved around me and now I feel like I'm discarded. Like it's a, it's a high and a low, a ups and a downs, a big difference in here. Oftentimes you'll see a narcissist that might hold back praise and like pump other people up. You know, not, not give you the praise of like, hey, you're great at what you're doing right now and oh my gosh, like you do an amazing job. Like you'll see that switch sometimes. Maybe in the workplace, uh, maybe in different relationships, they'll pull out triangulation, they'll start communicating one to the other. There's a lot of different things. And for me, a big aspect was was making my wife not feel good enough to like pushing down her worth and pumping up other people. So like triangulation, uh, she could see like, hey, there's a difference here. But then also like, well, no, there's not a difference here. Like you're crazy. Like gaslighting, there's a whole bunch of different things going here. But it's the idea that she always had to like try to prove her worth. Okay, because being with a narcissist, you're going to see the aspect of your self-esteem feeling like it gets destroyed, your confidence breaking down, your worth like always like being degraded and pushed down. And you're always trying to get back up on that pedestal that the narcissist originally put you on that, that high of like, you're the best thing ever, swipe the pedestal out and you're no longer the best thing ever. And you're like, what did I do? Narcissist is like, well, if you don't know, just keep trying because that's what I want. I want that supply. That's that kind of piece there. All right, number five, uh, your partner has a grandiose sense of self. Now, a lot of times this goes along with narcissism, period, but one to include as well when we're talking about it, about the idea of ego and how it looks. For me, a huge part of the ego was that I was the best at everything, even though I wasn't. Even though I didn't have the best things, the best qualifications, all these things, I felt like I was. And I wanted to prove that I was. That was the mask that I was putting out there that like, I know better. I can fix that. I know how to do that. And I had this idea and this thought in my head that I was perfect. That I was the best person out there. And as a result, I was projecting that and pushing that forward, even though I knew I was lying behind it. And I knew that there was shame involved underneath didn't know it all the time. I slowly learned about it. But there was a piece of that that I was like, I'm a good person, but I didn't want to actually admit that and make jokes about it. It would be a common practice to be like, you know, it's hard to live with someone who's so perfect. Like there'd be these small digs, these small subtle things to show, no, like I really am the best. And all it was, was a sense of ego. It was a sense of like, hey, I feel like the best, even though I'm not. And you see this a lot of times with narcissism, being the best at everything, lie about the things that they've done. And the thing you have to understand is there's no chance of growth in these situations. Because when there's no aspect of honesty about where I am, there's no aspect of vulnerability of where I am, there's no chance of development. So many times people latch into the idea of like, but they're going to change, they're going to grow, all this kind of stuff. But it's like, but they can't get past their ego. If they can't get past their ego, there's no chance for anyone to grow, change, heal, or develop. 
All right, last but not least, like maybe you're going through these things and you're seeing like, hey, some of this might match up. Maybe I am in a toxic or narcissistic relationship. I'd love to be able to help you walk through some plans to be able to get out of the relationship or to be able to secure your mind, your mental capacity, your emotions going through the crazy making of being with a narcissist. If you'd like to reach out and work one-on-one or develop some coaching together, you can go to rawmotivations.com, click on -on one-on-ones, and would love to schedule a time with you to help you in your healing, your growth, your change, and your development.